Can you call her back for my pogs? <laughs> yeah, Dude, right? all my pogs are gone. I can't find any of those. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. The Hobbyplex has pogs still. We have them upstairs. They're going to be part of this um, uh, sale we're going to have uh, in two weeks. What? No, I'll buy them. I want the pogs. Okay. Can I just have them? I, you have to pay something for them, like a dollar. That's fine. I'll give you a dollar. I'll, I'll mark them at a dollar. I'll put them at a dollar and see if somebody buy and see if you can buy them. For no, that. give no. I'll buy them for a dollar. <laughs> like I'll, I promise, I'm gonna buy them. Like don't don't put them out. Had the pogs down there. Nobody wanted the pogs at all. And I, I didn't even know cheap. they were there. I want them. Okay. Like, don't throw them away. All don't right, even put them out. Like you better save them for me. Like just don't do anything with the pogs. I don't know how I can make this any more clear. I want those pogs. This is the uh, Hobbyplex Show. I'm your host, Alex Sturgeon. And uh, with me as always... I'm Will Brinton. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, mostly stuff that happens at the Plex, but anything else that pops into our mind. Today is going to be a weird one because we had racing, but it was probably our lowest turnout in a while. So there's not a whole lot to talk about. But that doesn't mean that this show is not important because it is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group. And you can find them at pivotlending.com. And if you mention our show... If you're getting a refinance or home loan, you can get 0.125 off your rate or $500 lender credit. Our thing is done. Did I say that last week? Done. Signed. Yeah. Everything signed. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It's all it's all done. It's all over. We uh, our next house payment is due in July. So we got two months wow. off before we actually start paying money again. Nice money. Yeah. So I'm putting. I'm putting some of that savings aside from the, from my, from not paying a house payment for two, for two months. I'm putting it aside as, uh, as Reedy race money. Oh, mm. you, you want to go to the Reedy race again? I would again love to go to the Reedy. If I can get into the Reedy race again with my son and me at the same time, I'll be so happy. Yeah. And you can come too if you get in. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. I like that race. I don't know what it is. I never do well at it, but dang it, do I like going to the Reedy race? It's a fun race because because you're only racing two classes. Mm-hmm. It's a limited amount of entries, so you're not there for 15 hours like we are sometimes. And then you get to watch the the pros uh, go at it, and uh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. That's why I love. I, I love that race in general. And I'm, I'm bummed out. We didn't have it this year. I get it. Yeah. But I'm bummed out. So yeah, but Hey, maybe I'll try and go when Caitlyn Jenner is their governor and the States open back up, we can have the Reedy race again. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Everybody in California vote for Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I just think of the buckle South up Park. buckaroos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not saying anything. Man, I always say enough like cringy stuff, you know, like they worry I, about. I'm not I think it'd be that. fantastic. I think it'd be the greatest thing to happen in America if they elected no. if they elected oh, Caitlyn Jenner. Not, or she's she's not elected yet? No, they they recalled their governor. And the recall thing, they got to say that they don't want their current governor Gavin Newsom and then they have to uh they have to they have to put in who they're going to vote to replace him. And uh, mm. Kate, Caitlyn Jenner's on the ballot, or going to be on the ballot, or something like that. She is running for governor, so 
Oh. Get after it, California. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, do it, everybody in California. That'd be sweet. <laughs> God, that's like such a meme. Like a, it's like a walking meme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I'm saving that. I'm saving that savings aside for uh, Reedy Race money, travel money. Unless my wife pilfers it, which is possible. And by pilfer, I mean I mean s- smartly saving it for something other than RC car racing. That's what she actually does. Yeah, the Reedy Race is going to be cool if we um, could go. I only um, want to go if you can go and yeah. if, you, if Emerson goes. So. Yeah, same way. Emerson's gotten in twice, but I haven't gotten in. And I'm I've sorry. I've every time I signed up. I am sorry. I just, uh, I, uh, I'm not there yet. I don't want to just stand by and watch. So. No. Yeah, it'd be boring. I couldn't do that. We need to go and, like, try to stay with somebody and, like, make a, like, a party out of it. Yeah. Or an Airbnb or something like that. Yeah, Airbnb, something. Yeah. I definitely don't really want to stay at the Hotel Huntington again. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, the the last place I... I don't even remember the last place I stayed at. Like, I, it was nice. The weird thing about that... The bummer about that... The year that you and I went together was that I had lost my license literally like two days earlier. Yeah. Or something. And so I had to get a piece of paper to be my driver's license. And so I couldn't drink alcohol anywhere. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing, actually, but but they wouldn't let me into the bars in in on Main Street in Huntington Beach. They wouldn't let me into the hotel bar, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I'm of course I'm old enough. I'm I'm rent I'm 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 renting a hotel room. Like I'm <laughs> you can't yeah. be you can't be 19 and whatever and be able to you know rent a hotel or a, a yeah rent a hotel room or whatever. I don't know. You know what I'm Reserve. saying. Reserve yeah. hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it was, it was so bad. It was so weird. Yeah. And then we got the, you drove through that. Um, we didn't have any cash on us. And we drove through that. Uh, what was it? The, the toll road. And oh, then yeah. You just didn't, then you just didn't pay it. Yeah. <laughs> and we got like a ticket from the, the yeah. car rental place. Yeah. The car it rental like place. Hun- it was expensive. It was like $180 or I can't remember how much it was. And then I had to pay half of it. Did you? Even though I was like, yeah, I had to pay. You like made me pay you half of did, it. Yeah, but did you actually ever pay that? I did. did I, I gave you the that? cash. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. Because you were like, all right, now give me that money. Like, <laughs> okay, here you go. I'll pay it. I it guess. was so nice. Wasn't it nice, Since, though? There was no traffic. It was, it was a oh, great it was ride. It was a great it. drive. We, yeah, we was, cut across what would have taken like an hour. We cut across and made it in like 15 minutes. It was totally worth it. Yeah. Then we went out on Bob Novak's yacht. Yeah. And I almost fell into the ocean because I was uh, too inebriated. To, that was because I was like, we were flying, we we're flying down the ocean or like whatever, wherever we we're at. And like, uh, there's no like on this yacht, there was no like Guardrail. uh walkway. Yeah. To go from front to back. Yeah. She had to like shimmy along the side of it. So we're going like, I don't know, 30, 50 knots. I don't know how many nautical units of measure that is, but, and so I'm like hammered and I'm like shimmying across the side of this boat 
<laughs> get to the to get to the poop deck or whatever it is on the back where everybody was. I was honestly I was honestly worried we were gonna lose somebody off of the boat. Yes. <laughs> Cody King was driving the boat and like Bob comes flying up from the like bottom of the like the galley or whatever. He comes flying upstairs and well, uh, he's like grabs the wheel and turns it and I guess we're only in like two feet of water yeah. or something. <laughs> so so what had happened was um, we were getting out of the marina that that uh, that that he lives in, and there's buoys that tell you where to go. And people, this is two thirty a.m. in the morning, and yeah. with and, <laughs> so and, early, and, and not <laughs> and hardly anybody is of the right mind. And so Bob's like, I got to go to the bathroom, and he leaves. He's driving the boat, and he leaves the 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 wheel and says here, and then. Gives it to Cody King, okay? And Cody King's driving the boat, and he's like, I got this. And Bob runs downstairs, goes to the bathroom, and Cody is doing what he thinks is the right thing by staying on one side of the buoy when you're actually supposed to be on the other side. And so we ended up in, like like Will said, about two feet of water. So we could, could almost scuttled the boat. And Bob comes yeah. up, and he's like, oh, we're hitting bottom. And then he get, like swung us out of there. And then we ended up going to the Queen Mary. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But, but while we're going all there, of this, we're all, all this happened. Yeah. While I was hanging off the side of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting group of people. Didn't we have, um, wasn't Scotty there? Scotty Ernst? Scotty Ernst is there. Uh, uh, Cody the King, RC his guys girlfriend at the time, the Red RC guys. Um, oh, gosh. Charlie Swanka. Charlie, yeah, Charlie was there. Uh, <sighs> Gary O'Brien. Yeah. Gary O'Brien was Bigfoot one. was there. Mm hmm. That was a that was a interesting group all in the same boat. Yeah, <laughs> and then you and he me. Had, he, he had uh, was it Shock Top? That was what he was drinking at the time. Yeah, he had that on on in kegs everywhere. Yeah, like I thought he had had taps in his boat with it too. And then like he was uh, ready to party. Yeah, Bob knows how to party. Bob knows how to party. And then um, he was, and then we could have swum in his pool if we wanted to. He's like, swimsuits are over there, dudes. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable putting on somebody else's I, swimsuit. I didn't either. I thought about just jumping in naked, but I didn't. Didn't we have to wake up like two hours later after we got to we the hotel? We didn't sleep. Right. We didn't sleep. That was the hardest flight of my entire because we life. didn't want to miss our flight. Yeah. That was a good yeah, time. We though. pretty much left left there, uh, went and got our stuff at the hotel, <laughs> and then oh, that's maybe right. We, we laid down for. We huh? did. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I don't want to miss our flight. Let's just go to the airport. Yeah, that's right. I totally for, I remember that now. That was that was the most miserable time of my life. I think, like that for me at least. Like hung like went from drunk to hungover. <laughs> like, on an airplane <laughs> at least at anyway. least we waited until after the mains because the first year we went i didn't wait until after the mains i got totally hammered saturday night and that was bad and i was only racing one class so i was i started first i made it half a lap i shorted the jump and then i went from first to last and then my day was pretty much over after that that was the year they had the Reedy Race beer, and I think it was Saturday night when they were handing that out. Mm -hmm. And and uh, a lot of the people like I like dark beer. 
Yeah. I and don't like some of the people around me didn't like it. So I think I drank like three or four of those things on Saturday night. Yeah. They're big, they're big bottles. They were huge. I was drowning my sorrows. Did I give you mine? I can't remember because I don't have that anywhere. And I, I obviously can't take it on the plane. I have an empty. I brought back uh, a couple of them that were still full. I think I traded them for RC stuff. Oh. It's something I can't remember what I did with them. Somebody, I, I think Andy got one and Joel Briggs got one. They wanted, they wanted, wanted me to bring them back one. Oh, yeah. So I did. Yeah. I'm ready for that to come back though. Hopefully, hopefully one of these years we can get in at the same time. I think it'd be good. I'll, I'll sign up if you guys are going to, but if, if the three amigos aren't going, then yeah, I'll, I'll bow out probably. Yeah, it won't be any fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll probably be the big, the next big thing for me. Emerson and I are going to the Cheyenne Shootout in August, mm-hmm. and then we're going to regionals for uh, in at KC. I don't, I don't foresee that race being huge, but at least it'll be a, you know, something other than just a outdoor club race somewhere. Yeah, but after that, I don't have anything planned in the fall other than what we do. Yeah, I'd like to race uh, those gas truck races at Fastlane, mm. and then uh, in the summer series, I need to order tires. Yeah, I haven't seen my tires on the way yet. I'm kind of yeah. getting worried now. I haven't even made an order yet. I might just I'm have to buy to... tires from Fastlane because we don't have any outdoor tires at all at the Plex. So. I don't, yeah, I don't have a car for outdoor at the moment. So, yeah. um, one thing that's coming that I have coming is a drag car. I got a DR10 on the way. Nice. So that'll be cool. I'm, uh, I need to take the receiver after, after driving mine for the first time the other, a couple of weeks ago, I need to take that receiver out and just put in my own receiver and go from there. Yeah. Cause it, uh, I don't like that traction management stuff. No, oh, yeah. I like being able to control the car on my own. So I'm going to do that. I got it ready to run DR10. I'm going to put my own radio in it and go see what happens. My next big project after Emerson's buggy is going to be the monster truck. Yeah. The, uh, the regulator. That'll be cool. Claude Buster. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. So that one I am going to do for YouTube as well. We'll do a build, a build series again. I like doing that. Pretty fun. I got the body all ready for it and uh, got Froboy stickers all ready for it. I got to go to Nobby's and get the wig. Going to be a cool looking car. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. What's new? Did you see the drag slash from Traxxas? Uh, I saw it when it was first like announced that they were going to release it, but I haven't seen like the finished product yet. So nobody has, but they did just release uh pictures of the transmission oh is that what that was yes and it is um similar to what like the rustler and slash already have but Mm -hmm. they have a metal motor plate instead of the plastic that's molded into the case and then to me that's very important but also they uh they redesigned that top shaft you know how on the on the traxxas top shaft on all their on all their like the two-wheel drive stuff how it has that Mm -hmm. pin and then you press the, the top shaft uh, gear onto that pin, 
And then if you're yeah. running like a VXL or anything faster than stock, and honestly, even even the twelve turn stock motor sometimes, um, eventually that little pin will break off, and and then and then your your top shaft will just spin and your car will go nowhere. Yeah. And uh, they've redesigned that top shaft. It's still a two piece. It looks like, but instead of having a pin, it's the the shaft has a little flat elliptical thing, so it, it so oh. it keys in, but it it it's not relying on a pin to hold everything together now. Hmm. So if anything, I'm excited for that. Not, not really for the drag slash, but for hopefully it works in all the other ones or hopefully Traxxas uh, puts that transmission kind of as they go on all the rustlers and stuff, rustler slash bandit stampede, because that's a huge problem. It's been a problem. Now they do sell a lot of top shafts, you know, when that breaks, I guess. I'm surprised they don't have that all one piece like associated or low C here. Yeah, dude. Nick Pavel asked me um, what he could. He was looking for like stuff to machine that we could sell at the Plex, and I'm like, dude, if you make a one piece top shaft for for Traxxas, you'll we'll sell buttloads of them. And then he did make one. He mocked he he had it made, and it works. But then he told me how much it cost, and I was like, oof, nobody will buy yeah. that. It's like a hundred dollar piece, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, well, oh, good. I mean, I could make stuff like that. It'd just be expensive. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, you make one or two. Like, mm-hmm. you have to, to do a production run. You have to CNC it, and it's got to be, like, you have to make, like, a, a couple hundred to make it worthwhile to do. I think I'm going to let my hair grow out. I mean, look at this. It's getting tall. Yeah. I'm bringing it back. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm bringing the fro boy back. Yeah, do it. I think it'll actually, you know what? If I do write a lot this, this spring and summer and I'm starting to, I mean, I put in a few more rides and stuff, but if I actually start caring a little bit more and actually waking up and being motivated and stuff, and I drop a little bit down back to my 2016 level, I, th- I think mm-hmm. it'll look pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think it, it would. I yeah, have a skinny face. You look like the team manager for Ferrari. Like, like he has a big, his hair is real curly. Really? Yeah. Google it. I really just need to cover is. up my, my ever growing bald spot back there. Do you like, have a bald spot? I do. A little one. See, I never noticed because everybody's taller than me. <laughs> but I, I want it to grow enough so that I can pull it back mm-hmm. into like a man bun or something. And then it'll cover up. Oh, my, sweet. My groin. You should totally do that. I'm going to totally do yeah, that. I have so much respect for you. If you did that, <laughs> Oh man, you should grow a mullet with that. I basically have one starting. Emerson is uh Emerson's mullet is fabulous. Yeah. All he needs now is a firebird and he needs to get in some Ario speed wagon. And he'll, he'll, he'll be right there. The winner is. I want to talk about Friday. Friday racing was pretty quick. We had uh, uh, 26 entries, and I ran Friday night. Oh, man. I ran the races. Trevor had the weekend off, so, so I got to run Friday uh, races for everybody on Friday. It was fun. Yeah. I don't cool. get to do it that often. So we had uh, two heats of Plex, one heat of four-wheeler, and one heat of 17.5 buggy. And uh, we had kind of the usual suspects nowadays on Friday nights. Um, uh, I think there was 15 cars still isn't bad for Fridays. I mean, my thing no. is for Friday nights, my thing is if we have, even if we had one heat of Plex spec, as long as it was like 10 cars to me, that's a successful Friday night. 
But even even having two plex spec heats, that's even better, you know. I mean, there was that right. one. There was one Friday, you know, a month ago, we had five heats of plex spec. It's crazy. But this this time of year, you know, there's there's a, a baseball starting to pick up a little bit. Um, some of these kids and stuff have graduations, have proms. Yeah. You know, so, and it's nice out. So there's just more stuff to do outside. I kind of I get it. I'm not too worried about yeah. it. Yeah. I did change the oil on my pickup and do other stuff this weekend. Uh, so Dalton Conrad took the win in Plex with his uh, with his four by four rustler. Mm. Um, Steve Wall, I think he had a pretty rough day in qualifying. Ended up uh, being second. I think that's what happened. Oh no no no! I know what happened. Gosh darn it! So. Uh, for some reason I clicked Steve in the wrong class. And so then I moved him to Plex spec. It saved his times for that other class. So then I had to manually put him in there. So he actually was TQ and then, uh, just, uh, just Dalton just outran him. It's pretty cool. Uh, Jacob Yoder had a really good finish, finished third. Tanner Anthony finished fourth. Paul Yoder was fifth. Michael Hall was sixth. Jake Conrad was seventh. Nick Chestnut was eighth and Alex Eichler making the main finished ninth. And then Carly Stepanek. Uh, finished 10th. Carly is the daughter of Marty Stepanek, who used to own RC Motorsport. Oh, really? Which, uh, yes, which was open from uh, 1998 to 2000. To 2000. Hmm. So, okay. Marty and Dan bought uh, all of Rob Connor's stuff from the Winter Circle when that was a track. And that was a track from 90, I think 96 to 97. So when, when Rob had to, had to, cause Rob was basically just losing money constantly. Marty and Dan took all their equipment, computer equipment and everything and started their own track. And it was called RC mm-hmm. Motorsport and the sign's still up. The sign was actually drawn and painted by, uh, by Carly's mom. So no, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's who I bought my, uh, low C comp crawler back from. I sold it to Marty a long time ago and then Carly and, and Michael showed up one day and, and she's like, do you recognize me? I was like, kind of. And you know, cause it had been 20 years and, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, do you guys still, does your dad still have that? And she's like, yeah. And then they came back and sold it. So I've, I've talked about that here on before, but that, so that's pretty cool. I think that, that, that was really neat. Yeah. And then in uh stock buggy, there was six of them. Five of them. There was five of them. It was a good heat. Uh, TJ Williams and Ronnie went, and then I made Cole and Eli run uh, stock buggy instead of plex spec because I needed more stock buggies. And Cole got third. Eli got fourth, and then Cody Kupke got fifth. And then the last race of the night was uh, 13.5 Wheeler, and TJ um, again uh, took the win in this one. Ronnie got second, and then Dalton and Jake Conrad both got 13 five wheelers. And so they raced and uh, Dalton beat his dad. Nice. And that was Friday night. It was just, it was like that. I tried to keep it to an hour per round. And then we did a mini team melee as well. And I think TJ won that one as well. So it was TJ's night. And then we had uh, Saturday speed. We had 43 entries, so it was all right. I think we had seven heats. Yeah, it's a pretty decent club race. Yeah, it was a good club race. It was nice to get out of there early. I wanted to go ride my bike, but as soon as I got home, 
Gretchen had made dinner, and then I felt like if I went and rode my bike after she went through the trouble of making dinner, I'd be a huge butthole. So, yeah, I stayed and ate dinner, and then I ended up going downstairs and working on Emerson's eight scale. So we had in Plexbeck, we had I think seven racers. So if you count the fifteen from Friday, and then the seven or eight that we had. I mean, you're still talking 20-something beginners for the weekend. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Dalton Conrad, again, uh, with a TQ and a win. So he got both flex spec races Friday and Saturday. Jace McCormick did really good in the main. Um, qualified fourth, finished second. Andrew Thomas kind of got beat on a little bit at the start. Ended up finishing third. Dylan Haas, John's kid, is getting smoother out there with his buggy. Finished fourth. Uh, Jake Conrad was fifth. And then Henry Hollabaugh. Halibo was six. And I think Henry comes with uh, Jake and those guys, if I'm not mistaken. Then we had a nice big uh, stock buggy heat, expert stock buggy. Uh, Easton McCormick with a TQ and win. And uh, he looked more comfortable with his um, uh, low C car. Probably the most comfortable I've seen him so far. Then the Herricks, Connor and Mason came up from the Hutch area. I think you're from Hutchinson or Wichita, one of the two. Oh, really? That's yeah. nice. Yep. Uh, they missed last week because of something. I can't remember what it was, but they missed last week. I think it was prom, actually. Something like that. Something had to do with school. Yeah. And then, uh, so Connor finished second. David Peevler was third. Um, David was trying to low-see car. TJ Williams was fourth, and Rob Connor was fifth. And then we had four-wheel drive mod. And uh, at first, it was just two of them. Then I forgot Aiden Olson was racing, so there actually was three of them. So then I just put them in their own main. Yeah. And uh, Vanderbeek, TQ didn't win. Alex Vanderbeek was here with Drew. They, they came uh, to get some track time again. Aiden Olson was second. Drew was third. Um, they all finished with 17 laps. So it's pretty good. And 13.5 wheeler was the biggest class of the, of the, of the day. We had, I think we had 15 cars. And that's kind of like what I tell people when they're, when they're asking me what classes to run. I'm like, well, if you get a stock buggy or you get a 13.5 four-wheel drive, you're almost guaranteed to always have somebody to race with. I mean, look at Friday night. We had 17.5 buggy and 13.5 buggy. And then here on a Saturday, which was a light turnout, even for us, you know, we still had 15 cars. So yep. yeah, definitely. Uh, Mason Herrick with a TQ and win and stuff looked really good. Uh, Dustin Hosick got second and Connor Herrick got third. He got around Ashley right at the end. Um, Ashley McCormick was fourth. Ronnie went was fifth. Chad Erman came up, uh, for the first time in a while, finished sixth. Uh, TJ was seventh. John Haas was eighth. Andrew Thomas making his first day main, uh, with his four, uh, four wheel drive finished ninth and Rob Connor finished 10th. And then two wheel drive mod buggy, Alex Vanderbeek, TQ and win pretty much killed everybody again. Drew Rubin King was second. I finished third. Uh, Dustin Hosick was fourth. Rod Case was fifth. And uh, Aiden Olson and Ashley both uh, didn't start. So I crashed too much. That's all I have to say about that. You were leading there for a little bit, weren't you? No. I was leading a qualifier, but I wasn't leading the main. Oh. No. I, well, the dumb thing happened. Uh, so I actually felt pretty good about the main. I, my first couple of practice laps are pretty good. Um, we actually spritzed the track before the mains. Um, yeah. because the track was drying out in weird spots and I wasn't, I didn't think it would, but it did. So I, I missed it. And, uh, so the track was really good, uh, for the mains. 
I followed Alex, Alex bounced off a pipe. I bounced into Alex and then I got bounced into from the back and I got turned the wrong way. So I, if, if I was off by like, if I would have just got like this far over to one side, I could have gotten around Alex and then who knows what could have happened. But instead, um, instead I ended up in like fourth at the, maybe even fifth at that spot. And then, uh, um, Dustin and I were, were pretty close there for a little bit. And then when I got into third, suddenly I was in that, that super lame spot where you're not close to anybody in front of you. Yeah. And nobody's close to you from behind. And so you're just basically just clicking off laps for three minutes going, Hmm, this, this is fun. Yeah. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, okay. So it was, it was what it was, but my mm-hmm. car is really good. I put, uh, I put white front springs, V2 front springs in the front of my car. And, uh, I messed with the pills a little bit. I got away from the stock pills and I went to, Oh no, that's what I did. So I finally got some time to mess with my car and I tried, I tried putting the pill setup that was on my old car onto this one. That's a big negative. Did not like that at all. I was crashing everywhere. Well, there's a lot of differences there. Yeah. So I put it back the way it came in stock and uh, went out there again and then I didn't crash at all. And I was actually, I was producing low mid 22s when the track was pretty still kind of green. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I felt good. I just, I just crashed too much. I drove like a donkey after that, after that initial, you wreck. put a, you put a V two white front spring on your car. Yeah. So you're running a gray rear and a white front. Yeah. Hmm. Gray's softer than white, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Or no, it's stiffer. So like, oh. or, yeah, white's softer than gray. Oh, it was green, white, gray, green, white, gray. Maybe I should put white in the back then. Cause I run a, I, I've been running a V2 blue on the front of my car. And that's pretty stiff, but it's a yeah. different, it's a different feel cause it's got more coils, right? The V2. Yeah. 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 Well, you say you're running a V, V, uh, V2 white. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's pretty soft. Yeah. It's pretty soft. I don't know. Uh, uh, independent stock buggy. This was kind of a repeat of the previous night. So you had uh, TJ Williams taking the win. Ronnie went with second. Dylan Haas uh, finished third. Cole Webb broke out. And uh, Cole Webb, his diff blew out. Like it literally, like, I think the T nut stripped. And so his diff had no, really? completely, like, undid itself. And oh, uh, bummer. I told him, I'm like, well, I mean, they make a whole diff kit. You might as well just get that. So. Yeah. We'll get him running again for this weekend. It looks like. That's good. And then we had uh, a small mini truggy class. Um, when I saw the Herricks were here, I was excited because I thought they were going to run their mini truggies. And then I, I tried to get Emerson to come and he didn't want to. He was, he wanted to go to the skate park. So it was just Ronnie, John and Chad. And uh, that's kind of how they finished. But that being said, it was very close to, with these guys in qualifying. Um, at one time, they were within like one second of one another for qualifying. Mm-hmm. So they did really good. Um, but in the end, Ronnie pulled away from John and, 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 uh, and then it was, I think Chad broke out. Oh, Chad did break out. He like, he drove off the back jump and his truck ended up hitting the metal rail that the garage door rolls up on. Oh, no. And I'm pretty sure that he broke the bulkhead on his truggy because it was both arms are like sagging the wrong way. And that's usually a bulkhead when that happens. Yeah. 
So there you go. Pretty easy weekend of, uh, of club racing. I think, um, we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, uh, are you racing? This weekend? Yeah. You're not, you're not going to be there, right? I'm not going to be there. How many more weeks is there till the summer series? Two. And eh, maybe I'll race. Yeah. So it's Friday night, family Friday off-road. Trevor will be back running the races and then Trevor's also running Saturday. Okay. And uh, I'll be in more than likely Eastern Iowa. So everybody should come out as a favor to me because I need some days off every once in a while. And so the thing is, if nobody shows up on my days off, there's a chance I might not be allowed to go race. <laughs> so, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like just, just come on out and race so that it doesn't make it look like nobody's coming because I'm not there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Okay. So as a favor we'll to me, see. yeah, as a favor to me, everybody come out. We need like an 80 entry day again when I'm not there. Okay. With that, let's, uh, I just got a text from Emerson, but, uh, maybe we should take a, uh, um, a pivot landing break and then we'll get into questions and, uh, and we'll, we'll get into the chat a little bit. So you want to do that? Yeah, sounds good. All right, sounds good. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with Dave Rolson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Wanted to give you a, an update on Pivot Lending Group. We're growing, and right now, uh, we're at 135 employees. Over the last two years, we've grown from 35 employees to 135, so up 100, and we're building our new headquarters, which is going to be in Littleton, Colorado. Really excited about that. It's about 15,000 square foot building that will house our underwriting, our processing, our closing, uh, our subservicing department, our marketing department, all of those in one place, which is going to be fantastic. Pivot Lending is now in 15 different markets with offices in Irvine, California. We have two offices in Scottsdale. We have an office in Boulder. Uh, we have an office in Denver and also Colorado Springs, an office in Omaha. Uh, we have one in Wichita, Kansas City, also Las Vegas. Uh, we opened an office in Las Vegas and we're going into New England. So uh, I suspect you're, you're going to see probably two or three new offices popping up this coming year. If you're in the mortgage industry and you're looking for an opportunity to start out with a small family-run business that's growing, this is a great opportunity for you. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. Program. I'm going to open up my special drink today. Yeah. Instead of Kickstart. What is it? It's uh, it's it's Paps uh, Hard Coffee. There you go. Fancy for loco. Yep. Oh, I'm I'm like ruining it. There we go. It even has a different sound when you open it. It's a little little deeper. Oh my gosh, that's good. I forget how good that is. Yeah. It's like drinking a it's like drinking a milkshake without the ice cream. Yeah. Actually, you know what it kind of reminds me of? That uh it reminds me of the the leftover chocolatey milk 
after you've eaten all of your cocoa puffs and you yeah. gotta like take the bowl and drink it down. That's what that's like. That's what the, exactly what that tastes, except that it's got a little, little fire in it. Yep. I've never done that. Oh, it's good. It's cocoa pebbles. I, I, uh, I don't eat cereal. Oh. I've I've never eaten cereal before, really. I don't think I've had a bowl of cereal and milk before. I imagine it would get in your beard. It'd now like it dribble all over the place. As a, as a kid, I'd never eat cereal. I really cereal and milk. It's like disgusting. I like cereal for a uh, uh, dessert. Like I'll eat like a like a dinner, and then uh, I can't believe how old these things are. They're as old as Emerson. Um, we've got these big cups that you get when you go to the hospital and you have a baby and they put the ice water in them and they got the lid on them. And then you, you know, you, you drink water out of them, but they're these big giant cups. Gretchen absolutely hates this by the way, because I like to put, I like to put stuff in milk that, that is, I like to put everything in milk. So, um, uh, cake. Okay. Anytime there's birthday or something and we got a birthday cake, I take that cup and I take the cake and I cut it into squares. And then I put that into the cup and then I take milk and I pour milk on top of it. And then I take a spoon and I eat it that way. And it's delicious. Freaking love it. Especially with whole milk, like actual good solid milk. Um, I do the same thing with cookies. I'll take that cup and I'll take those, uh, you know, Oreos and stuff and I'll put them in the cup. And then I put milk in the cup and then I, I basically slurp cookies. <laughs> it's really good. Gretchen can't stand it. Donuts. I love donuts and milk. It's so good delicious yeah yeah so uh i forgot where i was going with that oh yeah the big cup um oh the cereal i do that with cereal so that's what i do after we after we eat a dinner if i want i if i have dessert and we don't have like ice cream or anything like that i'll go in and i'll see what sugary cereal we got and usually it's lucky charms and then i'll just put lucky charms in there put milk in there and and i don't even use a spoon i just sit there and i go and i eat it that way and that's my dessert for the night. It is fantastic. I love it. And then, and then you poop rainbows for the next like eight hours. It's amazing. Huh. So that's what happens, huh? Yeah. Lucky Charms. I don't remember pooping rainbow, rainbows when I was a kid eating Lucky Charms all the time, but you give me Lucky Charms nowadays and the next thing you know, like everything comes out like green and blue and huh. it's, it's weird. Neat. I'm just saying. Uh, Emerson just texted me the dirt bike ran for maybe a block. I keep having to jumpstart it. This is getting really stupid. The uh, jumpstart it. Yeah. Like roll, roll start it. I or? think so. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Yeah, I sure hope he's not hooking that up to a car and trying to, no, like, I don't think he's doing that. He burned himself the I, other day. He's got a big old, he's got a couple burn marks on his leg. Cool. Yeah. It'll toughen him up. I got so. The, uh, probably, I, I'm sure I know what's wrong with it actually. Okay. Oh, and then before we get to the, the chat, chat part of it, I have made my decision that I'm, I'm going to get a scooter probably. Yeah. What are you going to get? Probably within the next week or two. Yeah. I'm the Honda Metropolitan. No, don't buy that. Oh, why not? Dude, that's, that's only 50 cc's dude. So you want to ride it to work? Have fun going like 25 uphill. Yeah, but they're cheaper. Yeah, like how much? Well, how much is that thing? Just 2,500. 
Dude, you're going to have zero dollars worth of fun on that. <laughs> okay. You, you, you need a 125. I need a 125. All right. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to look at them tomorrow, and I got, I got a couple of weeks to stew on it. But I definitely want to get one because, first off, I want to ride with my sister and brother-in-law in like a biker gang. And then, two, yeah. I, I want to get a helmet in the shape of beige. I want to get a beige helmet. You know where I'm going with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> And then also um uh I just want to save I want to save money on gas going back and forth yeah. from work when I don't need to take anything to work. You you should get a 125 Zuma. I'd go Yamaha all day. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll, really, the, the most bang for the buck is like on a Grom or something, but it's still a Grom. Mm-hmm. But like, and you still got to shift them and stuff, but like that, the are you going to get a new one or are you going to try to find a used no, one? No, I was going to get a new one. Yeah. The, the place that your uh, uh, brother and sister got those, uh, got their scooter from, that... What is there? What's your Margie? What's your the one that you got? Is, is it a genuine? Genuine, yeah, uh, royal yeah. alloy. Yeah, genuine's good stuff. I mean, even their two strokes have that same Minarelli engine that my scooter has in it. Okay, but I don't think they make two strokes anymore. But I don't mm. think anybody does. But mm. like, I want a two stroke so you can do more to the engine without needing to time valves and stuff. Right, but. The, and the RPM, the RPMs, my, my scooter poles are insane. Like I had that say on Saturday, I went to Chipotle and there's some dude on a Harley and I passed him on it and then he like pulled, pulled on it on his a little harder. And I like ripped on mine. I was going 45 and it picked the front tire up off the ground. Probably about that much is what it felt like. Cause it's like noodling a little bit. And then, uh, I, I had it up to at least 75, maybe 80. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I I I'd go with the 125 four stroke all day. All right. Well, I'll look around. I'll try to find something. Yeah, that that met- that that the engine that injected engine that the Metropolitan comes with is junk. It's like it's worse than the Ruckus engine. Oh. Okay. All right. No no fun. Zero zero fun dollar factor. Those are like for camping. That's to go somewhere to poop when you're camping. Okay. That's about what those are designed for. <laughs> like a mini bike. Uh, yeah, those are those are just to take somewhere to go poop while you're camping. All right. All right. I'll 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 do some more investigating. Or if you're like downtown or like somewhere where the speed limit's twenty five. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Peter Renault wants to know, does the track have special ventilation or do you just open the doors for nitro? So basically this goes back to when I was talking about Emerson's nitro car and breaking it in. So the Plex was actually built with 16 garage doors that can all open up obviously. And, uh, and, uh, basically make it feel kind of outside. Yeah. You know, when, uh, when we were brainstorming what to do, you know, my big thing was, well, I know that indoor tracks, because at the time, this was 2010, 2011, nitro racing was still pretty big in our area. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, look, I, in the summertime, it'll die off because um, we'll be indoors. I'm like, people don't want to race nitro indoors. We got to make it feel like it's outside. Yeah. 
and that's where the that's where the sixteen garage doors came in to play at. So, um, I drove by there tonight. I know that there's people running nitro right now, and uh, all the a bunch of doors are open. Yeah. So tonight, before I go home, stopping by the track, I'm gonna water a lot. Nice. Because we got to keep the track in good shape now that it's been redone and you know gets that good groove going. Right. Jackson Anderson, could we possibly see a whoop section this year for the summer series? It's been a while since we've had some whoops. I don't know. A whoop section right now doesn't really fit anywhere. Yeah, it really doesn't. I do have an idea. I I talked about, uh, I showed Alex um, Vanderbeek this. You know how we have that tabletop? It's kind of at an angle, the big tabletop. You land on the downside mm-hmm. and you go. Well, in the original plan for this track, that was actually straight, right? And that lane... That diagonal lane was actually even longer. Well, I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool to have not really a tabletop, but just a big round hump and then have that have like lines all the way through it. So your car, as you're going up and over it, just does that the whole time, almost like a washboard without being too big. Yeah, maybe. Like the lines are in the dirt instead of on top of the dirt. And so your car just... The whole way over. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm going to be kind of neat. Aiden Olson came on here with an agenda. He's got an agenda. Okay. Question for the night. Why don't we at big races, example, ProTech Summer Series, blow the track off after each run? I would think the track would be more consistent for everyone. Just curious. Well, it probably would be more consistent, but I mean, it takes time. Yeah. To do that, um, to change the way we do tires. Yeah. So for me, uh, we have three blowers and I've, I tried, remember that one summer series a couple of years ago where I tried to have the marshals blow it off after each run. Yeah. And the batteries died within like, you know, half a day. Yeah. Each one of those batteries is like 150 bucks. They're almost as much mm-hmm. as buying a leaf blower. Yeah. So for starters, that's that's a lot of money. And second off, the the track itself, when when I use stay wet, uh the track itself I think is pretty darn consistent. I think it is. I mean we're like the only place in the country you can run treads right now. Yeah. You know, and be fast on treads. And uh I really wouldn't want to change that, you know. I was. I don't want to. I don't want to run tires that you got to slick out and burn off, and they're done. Yeah, I wouldn't want to run slicks. No, you know. I I I. There's some people that love it. That that's great. I do not like running slicks and off road. The, the the track at Beach RC was a slick track, and I actually, I was surprised how much I actually did like it. Hmm. But their dirt is completely different from our dirt. Right. And it even had a little dust off to the sides. And if you got out in that dust at all, you were out to lunch. Like you had yeah. to keep your car just right. And they and they had blowers every every heat. They had the little the little baby Lowe's blowers. And they were blowing it off every heat, but two or three minutes into your heat, the dust is right back. Right. But it was kind of fun, you know, except that you had 
to slick your tires off and then you had a limited amount of time before they were done and you had to get another pair of slicks. And if you didn't have those worked in just right, then, then, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah. I think since the program that we currently have is good. I mean, I, uh, everybody's racing on the same track, right? Yeah. You know, so, um, you do it once, once per round and everybody runs at the same time each round. Really nobody's at much of an advantage. And then I, and then in the mains, we do it again after the plug spec main. Right. You know, I don't know. I just, uh, everybody, everybody's, I, I listened to actually a couple different podcasts this week that I normally don't listen to. And, and, uh, you know, everybody's like, yeah, that's just how tracks are nowadays that everybody, everybody runs on slicks. And then I'm like, not our track. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I see the slick entire game now. Like now you have to take brand new tires, grind them to nothing. You run them two, three times and they're done. I see that like the way touring car was is foam tire touring car. Mm. They're at the end of touring cars. heyday. Yeah. You had to take, you know, you had to take we were both around at that time. $27 foams pair. Go to the back room with the grinder. Grind them all the way down to a couple millimeters. Go out and run them so you can be fast. And then they would, they would, they would literally go down to the... They would get worn down to the, uh, to the rim. And then you chuck them. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't want to do that again. Ugh. I, it, it doesn't interest me. It doesn't sound fun. Yeah, I mean, it's going to kill it for everybody that's buying their tires across the shell. Yeah. You know? I mean, I can get a good, the way I drive, I can get a good three weeks, sometimes four out of a pair of tires, pair of rears. If I'm, yeah, I ran, like, before the, the spring race, I ran one set of tires, that entire uh, run through, even that club race that I ran, or that, that club, club, club race before the, uh, Pro Tech race that I won, I ran tires that I'd been running for three weeks, four weeks before that. Peter says, does Will make his own diff rings or use ground washers from work? <laughs> do you, uh, do you do anything to your diff rings? Uh, who asked? Peter? Renault? Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> um, the precision ground ones that Associated makes are really good. Um, before they had those, I would take, uh, my diff rings to the, to work and lap them on our lapping table with the lapping compound. It's this big four foot in diameter table with grooves in it with lapping compound that runs down and it has these deals that you you can put parts in and they continuously spin and it puts a little bit of a, uh, concave, uh, angle on that surface too. I mean, we're talking like, uh, 0.00001. Yeah. You know, it's not a lot, but it's, it's a little bit. And, uh, I'd been doing that for years. That's how I, my diffs last so long. Didn't, and, uh, didn't Derek Wood like spend lots of time taking his rings and, and like polishing them or something. He might have. I used to to stone him before I was doing him on the lapping lap table, but I've been doing that for a long time. Right. Um, But the new precision rings are good. Um, 
you don't have to do that anymore with those. Tom Baker says I'd probably look cool with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, you would. Peter says he's in a uh, um, Tamaya Legends video on YouTube because I think that Tamaya Legends guy is Canadian. Ooh, okay. And, uh, then he says, uh, maybe Alex can do some drive interviews or pit walks. Show me some close-ups of the paint jobs. Yeah. Yeah, not this weekend, but uh, I think this weekend we're going to do a, a Hobbyplex road, road trip video again. Yeah. That'd be cool. How do we deal with bugs? We don't really have bugs. Yeah, we don't have bugs. We're indoors. Yeah, we don't really worry about that too much. Now, that uh-uh. being said, uh, I have this pesky mosquito that shows up whenever I'm eating in the booth. <laughs> it's the same one? Yeah, it has to be. It's just every For like the last three years, just, as soon as I start eating something, this bug starts coming up and flying around. I'm like, you pesky little guy. Mm-hmm. So... It used to, when we used to race at the Lincoln track, there'd be like you'd need like Dude, a beekeeper suit to Lincoln. race or to drive from that driver's stand. Lincoln was terrible. Was, that was like the absolute worst bug situation in my life. So yeah, basically. So I ran the Lincoln track from 2000 to 2003, and we didn't have lights actually for a little while there, and then we did. Um, Oh no, we always had them, but they were on the driver's stand. So we had these four mm-hmm. big lights on the driver's stand. So when it got, you know, Tuesday nights or even Saturdays, Tuesday nights mainly used to be the popular night there. But we'd always try to get done before it got dark because we knew that if the bugs, I mean, if the light, you know, if it got too dark, if we got too many entries and it was like 1130 or midnight, I mean, the bugs would be terrible. And we're not talking about little, little things. We're talking about giant moths, like the size of your hand. That'll fly up into your face as you're driving and, and then make you go no, and run <laughs> off the driver's stand because you had this giant bug is terrible. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Like, uh, Jamie, Jamie and I, like we used to try to come up with ideas and stuff to do to avoid the bugs and just net, like you never find anything that worked. Uh, eventually they did take some of the lights and move them off they had these poles installed on the corners and they mm-hmm. would put the lights up on the corners. Yeah. And, uh, but you still had the two on the driver's stand. So you tried to stand far away from it. We did the tiki torch thing, the, the bug torch. Mm-hmm. We tried that. That actually worked halfway decently for, you know, for a little while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Plex doesn't really have too many bugs. We're not too worried about it. Nah. The spiders suck. I will say that. There are some monster wolf spiders that live at the Plex dirt track because it's pretty mm-hmm. warm in there all year round. So they don't really die off in the wintertime unless they die naturally. Yeah. Natural causes. There's been some, there's been some big wolf spiders in that place that we've, that I've, I've discovered. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had mistaken one for Bert. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty big. <laughs> Bert is the track dog, if anybody didn't Bert know. Bert the track dog. We love Bert. He's all right. I like how he comes in now. He comes in all just, just he knows that he's going to get fed, so he's all happy. He's like picking his feet up, prancing around. Mm-hmm. And then his yeah. suit, he just goes on. Whenever food's delivered, he just goes from one food being delivered to another person being delivered food. And he just stands there and looks at him. And now he's got this little thing where his teeth come off a little bit when he's looking up yeah. at you. It's pretty cute. 
Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you have to give him something. Yeah, it's like the, it's the Burt tax. Yeah. Let's see what else is there. Uh, that's about it for questions. Uh, Cole Webb said that he uh, he did what I said. Got went to the Plex today, bought a rebuild kit, and uh, he's going to put his diff together. Nice. Tom Baker says the track's great right now. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jackson wants to know where I'm racing this weekend. We talked about it earlier. I'm actually I'm honestly not sure yet. There's three tra- three tracks we can go to. We're gonna look at the weather. More than likely, we're gonna go to Moline, Illinois. I think that's about it. So, <laughs> seen bad taste yet? No, I haven't. I have not. I want to, but I haven't been able to find it on the streaming things. I think we've talked about that, but uh, I'm gonna try to find it on. Um, on my computer here. And as long as it's not a site where I think I'm going to get some sort of weird virus or something, I'll try to, I'll try to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty easy show. I got, I got to go back and finish Emerson's car after I water the track. Yeah. Yeah. Get that thing done. Get a gallon through it before you get there and try make it, make it, make it worth your time to go. Yeah. Cole Webb, Cole Webb says, uh, are you still going to do after hours this week? I think so. Pretty sure I am. <laughs> Hold on. This is pretty funny. Uh, Jackson Anderson wants to know, have we seen the movie constipated? No, I haven't. Have you? That's because it hasn't come out yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big dude says you have a VCR. I don't. I did, but I uh, um, my my Pearl Jam live on two feet uh VHS uh got stuck in my VCR, and it ruined my both the uh, VHS tape and my VCR. So I'm pretty bummed out about that. I think I have a VCR still. I just got one this weekend. Yeah, do you know how much that people want now for VCRs? It's stupid. Like Dude, the pawn, I threw I, like twenty of them away. The pawn shop wants like 60, 70 bucks for one, and I'm like, there are more. Like, it's crazy. I should have never gotten rid of those. That's on a gold mine. There. Yeah, I have a lot of tapes though. I was a I was a movie connoisseur when I was yeah. uh, when I was younger. Actually, my mom had this uh, lady live with us called Marlis. Hold on, Marlis. That's how we used to say her name was Marlis. And uh, um, she actually like took my movies for a little bit and then I called her on it and then she got all ticked off and uh, I went into her room and, and grabbed them. I found them and I grabbed them all there. She like put them under her bed. She was like a weird adult klepto. Hmm. It was really bizarre. Interesting. And her name was Marlis. Can you call her back for my pogs? <laughs> Yeah, Dude, right? all my pogs are gone. I can't find any of those. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. The Hobbyplex has pogs still. We have them upstairs. They're going to be part of this uh, uh, this uh, sale we're going to have uh, in two weeks. What? No, I'll buy them. There's like, shit tons of them. Like barrels I, I of want, them. I, I want the pogs. Okay. Can I just have them? I, you have to pay something for them, like a dollar. That's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll mark them at a dollar. I'll, I'll put them at a dollar and see if somebody buy and see if you can buy them. For no, that. Give, no, I'll buy them for a dollar. <laughs> like I'll, I promise I'm going to buy them. I got to like, find them again. Cause they were the, they, the funniest thing. The last time we had this garage scratch and dent garage sale, 
we we had all this stuff in the back room, just broken garbage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not garbage. Stuff. garbage. Just not, but listen, it wasn't garbage <laughs> to the people who bought it. They were super excited about it, but I had all this stuff. It's just a way for us to basically clean out our back room and, and, and get back a little bit of some of the money that we lost from the returns or whatever it is. Right. And so, um, I had all this stuff down there. People were there, they were piling it up. I had stuff for like a dollar, $2, $5. They were coming upstairs with just, 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 just handfuls of stuff, not the pogs. Had the pogs down there. Nobody wanted the pogs at all. And I, I didn't even know cheap. they were there. I want them. Okay. Like, don't throw them away. All don't right, even put them out. Like you better save them for me. Like just I'll, like don't do anything with the pogs. Okay. I won't. Uh, I don't know how I can make this any more clear. Yeah. I want those pogs. We did sell some pog boards though. Uh, I, I don't have my pog board no more. We had, we had like, I think we still have a couple, but they, we had some like, uh, like NFL oriented pog boards and stuff like that. So people were buying them mainly because of the NFL team name on them or whatever it was. Yeah. I think I had those at like a dollar board too. I had some really sweet slammers. We had, uh, we had some applause video star Wars memorabilia that I bought. And I was like, Oh, look at me. I get to price it and I get to buy it. Hooray. (laughs) 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 I probably shouldn't have said that. No, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, That's fine. My mom had a had a boyfriend, husband, or something. I think he like threw my pogs away. Oh, look at like, Cole Webb! Shut up, Cole Webb. Cole will just put on here. What are pogs? Oh, you nerd! <sighs> God, what a yeah! They're they're round cardboard discs. <laughs> this is all they are. They're garbage. They're cool. I want them. Yeah, you don't get them. You don't get them, Web Bros. I'll play. I'll play you for them. They were like. <laughs> they were like. Um, Along I'll the race line, you for them. but they were along the lines of like <laughs> trading cards in a way. Kinda, I have a few upstairs. One of them, like I have the I, here. Look, look, do you have time? Can I go get one? I, there's this one I want to show you. It's like okay, but hurry stupid. up because I really have to go to the bathroom. I was trying to wrap this thing up, but okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I've crop dusted this this building three times in the last three weeks now, and it's it's kind of happening again. I feel really bad. It's not, it's not fair to Weberice.com, who, if you want to have a uh, podcast, you should contact um, because, uh, you know, that's what they do. They, uh, they do podcast. It's my sister's job. So, I mean, we got to plug it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah totally. You're welcome. I just work on getting yeah. my pogs. <laughs> I, Yeah. I got to find them again. Like I said, I, I know we've still got them, but I can't remember where we put them. I think they're, I think they're in the other room that we have upstairs. I remember when somewhere. you had them out the last. Yeah. And you sale. were going to get them. I was close, but I was like, I can't have more stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a, I've got a uh, present for you guys too. Yes. I've got a bunch of uh, Star Trek uh, trading cards. Nice. Yeah. That uh, I need to get to you guys. Okay. I almost forgot about it tonight. Get it. Jackson Anderson wants to know why the Weberize logo isn't on the outline of the screen. That's a good question. Why aren't your guys' logo in there? Oh, got, well, we like you, to be behind the scenes. You got the power to do that. We do mm. have the power to do it, but we like to be low-key, behind the scenes, just making okay, things back. work. Okay. Will's back. Okay. Yay. Will's back. Okay, so the first thing I have to show you is this power disc that looks like it came from McDonald's, and it's Power Rangers. Look at it, and it's like it's oh, like wow. totally 90s. Yeah, that's totally 90s. 
And then the other one I have, or the, I've, I've, uh, two more to show, or three more to show you. Jeb, this dog. I have no idea who this dog <laughs> is. His name is just Jeb. And I have two of them. It's just, it's this dog on here. It's named Jeb. And then there's this one. Guayan milk caps. The kind. I don't know. I have, I have this one. Huh. And then I have a, I have a few others upstairs still. And then I have, I have the Black Power Ranger, which is badass. <laughs> is that cool? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it has the thing on the back. His, oh wow! His symbol, his, his uh, but, mammoth. Yeah, this is like totally mammoth. like nineties style right yeah, here. It's very nineties. But I had, but I had a whole bunch of them, and I, my mom had this like boyfriend husband guy. And I think that he, he had like grandkids because he was like, my mom was in the, put us all through this really weird situation with this weirder older guy. And, um, he, uh, I think he like gave him to his grandkids or something or his kids like came over and stole him. I don't know. Mm. My mom put us in this weird situation with this older guy. He ended up being my stepdad. <laughs> Neat. I'm making my sister's face red. That's awesome. She's like, why would you say that? It's just because it happened. Yeah. Anywho, uh, we better go. I got okay. stuff to do. Uh, this this program, as always, brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find pivotlending.com. It is Aiden Olson's dad, so it's RC related. Yeah. Make sure you ask for Aiden Olson's dad or Don Zoller. We think it's funny when you ask for Aiden Olson's dad. And then um, mention our show. Uh, getting set up for a uh, refinance or home loan. You can get $500, $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. We went through the process, took about a month, um, but everything was done on the phone, which was great. And then the uh, the guy who, um, what do they call that? Um, the person who makes sure that when you sign something that it's signed correctly. Notary? Like a, a notary. Yeah. The notary had to come to our house and we went through like legit, le- like, like this much stack of papers. It was a lot of, a lot of signing, but, uh, yeah. but it's done. It's all done. So. There you go. Okay. I gotta go. Okay. I'll uh I'll see you later if I won't see you this weekend. So just have fun and uh just help Trevor along if he needs it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks guys. Bye.